So the question, the real question is, do we test drive the car before we buy? That depends. <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out in the next episode. And we are Ordained Love. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode of Ordained Love. So um, we're going to jump right into mm-hmm. this one, child. Mm-hmm. So in, in the last episode, you basically wanted to know if we should have premarital sex, basically. And if we that, should... You made it sound so, you know, vulgar when you say premarital First of sex. all, I didn't make it sound like anything. <laughs> I simply said what you said. I didn't make it sound I'm like anything. I'm just saying, you know... But it's a legit question. Right, like, it it's a legit question because... Um, just because I love Jesus don't mean I don't have hormones. And just because I love Jesus don't mean that my body and my anatomy don't function to the perfection for which he created it to function. And you want to get know what you're getting yourself into. AKA, everybody get a little horn dog and you know, everybody get a little wow. horn wrong. Am I lying? You're not lying. Okay. So especially you're in a relationship, you're with somebody you love, you're with somebody who cares about you and you know, kissing leads to touching, touching leads to fondling, fondling leads to Jesus forgive me. And obviously, you know, you, you when you first met the person, I'm sure there was some level of attraction, you know, at or at least at some point, you know. Well, I don't know anybody that's walking around looking at Shabba Ranks talking about hey, no, like, I don't know anybody. Shabba Ranks got a lot of <laughs> Why are they making be... all these nineties references? I, I don't Jesus, know. who ugly today, Nate? Who is ugly? I don't, I don't Who's I don't, ugly? Give me an ugly artist. I, I don't know. So that, that I don't, I don't know. There I, are ugly artists out there. Yeah. I can't think of one because I don't know who's hot right I'm, now. I'm not going. I'm not going to pin. Are there no. any ugly Christian chh artists? Everyone is beautiful in this, God's eyes. That's okay. Right. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> totally off topic. Well, we we're basically um, asking the question of should we have premarital sex? And and, uh, and again, you know, I, I think the answer might be easy to kind of articulate, right? To, to say. Um, but you know, again, like you said, we are humans and we have desires. And so as much as it's easy to say, the answer is no, right? The answer is no. The Bible says this and the Bible says that we can pull it all up. But again, we are people who have desires and this is somebody that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So, so there's gotta be a solution. Obviously, you know, just going in and test driving the car and seeing, you know, that might lead to issues, you know, that might create some things. I mean, it may go well, it may not be an issue. I mean, there's plenty of people who, you know, were in situations where they were intimate prior to marriage and, and their marriages are, are thriving. Right, thriving, absolutely. Right. So but it's definitely on, on not the, the way, end hold all on, be It's on. not the end all be all. And, it's, and for me, it's not even about if we should or shouldn't. 
It's about for me and and the reason why I we waited and we chose to wait because we realized that our marriage wasn't about us. Mm-hmm. We realized that our marriage was bigger than us right. and our witness, right? My commitment to you is an extension, is a branch off Mm -hmm. of my commitment to Christ. Mm -hmm. So before I was able to commit myself to you in a serious relationship as your girlfriend or as your wife, I spent seven years alone as a single woman committed to Christ. My life was committed to him. I was submitted to him. And so that meant the final authority of my life was God. And I based my my lifestyle off of biblical principles okay not on them on not on some religion thing jesus didn't find me in religion i i didn't come to him in religion and um quite quite frankly uh, overly religious especially overly religious um environments they make me feel weird and uncomfortable Uh, so you know that's not that's not you know the 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 lens that i see christ through Mm -hmm. i don't see him through a lens of religion but just knowing him and being in intimate relationship with him was 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 my catalyst was my springboard to say i am going it's about him it's about glorifying him so for me if you feel like if you can honestly look at yourself in the mirror and say oh yeah god is glorified when i fornicate with this person let's let's keep it 100 right if you can look at yourself in the mirror and say god is glorified when i fornicate with this person then then you know who am I you know what I'm saying like but for me that just wasn't my experience I didn't feel like God was glorified in me gratifying my flesh in me having sex to you know having sex outside of 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 the way he ordained it and outside of the way that he um um said it's best for me to do it and I didn't feel like that was something that I wanted to risk I didn't want to risk um, being disaligned with him. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, um, it, it gave me the the desire and the in the drive to stay committed to him. Right. So me waiting um, in, in my part in, in, in us waiting to have sex before marriage was because of my commitment to Christ. And because of my commitment to Christ, I also made a commitment to myself. I wasn't going to sleep with somebody who wasn't my husband. I wasn't getting attached to another man who wasn't for me. And so I feel like in that, um, God honored himself and 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 that I was able to honor him. Um, so for me, I couldn't say, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror every day and say, oh yeah, God is is, is glorified. Um, when I lay down with this person who's not my husband, who could just get up at any moment because they have no have made no commitment to me. They can just get up at any moment and be like, I'm out. I think that's the scare, not the scariest thing, but that is that is a the danger is part, right? Like you are believing that you're entering into a place of a, a, a full hearted commitment. But yet the, the, the papers haven't been signed yet. You know, the signatures aren't in the dotted line. And you proceed with behaviors that would be committed in this contractual agreement and you do it beforehand, then who knows what could happen in the next coming days. Mm-hmm. So let's say the relationship doesn't work out immediately, then, you know, now, you, you, you know, the reasons why you did it was because I, I want to make sure that, you know, what I'm saying that every all the faculties are working prior to. But then now the person is gone. 
then then what's next? You know, now you gave a part of you mm -hmm. to someone that you're not intending on spending the rest of your well, life with. That's just like I mentioned in the last episode. Um, I, I wasn't like you. My testimony isn't that I waited. Um, my testimony is that I did whatever I wanted to do in, in ignorance, albeit be as it may, you know, in ignorance. And I did what was culturally acceptable. Got a boyfriend and, you know, you do what you do, which boyfriend when you're in high school. Right. And and because of that, I suffered a lot of consequences. I suffered a lot of consequences, especially for me. Um, most of those consequences was emotional. <laughs> Some of those consequences wasn't emotional. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. Did I ever tell you this? Oh, Lord, you about to tell the whole world something that you didn't tell me yet? Child, get your teacup. You got your teacup. Lord Let me get your Jesus. Teacup. Let me get your... Where did I Let sign up? Your... Where did I sign up for? Let me get your teacup, child. Oh, Lord. So I don't remember if I told you this, but but one time at band camp... Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not band camp. That's where everything goes down is at band camp. No, shout out to the 90s babies who know where that reference is. That's a movie reference. Um, but so one time, you know, daddy, my 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 dad, my foster dad was a um fire chief when I was in high school. And so of course, being the fire chief, daddy could just come home and do whatever, you know, any given at any given moment. So I had this dude or whatever. And, um, you know, I was like, OK, you come over. I told this fool, do not park in front of my house. What does this fool do? He parks right in the front of the house. That's a fool for you. And because he wanted to go and make a fire. In the firefighter's house. In the fire chief's house. Not fire, the firefighter. Right, the, the fire, fire chief. chief. So the firefighters, they just run in. The chief, he sit back. He strategizes. He thinks. He, he plans it out. Right? And so, so I, I, and this is as a teenager, of course. I knew that daddy could come home any minute. But in your teenage mind, <laughs> you don't think about the consequences. You just do stupid stuff when you were a teenager. You just be like, oh, hell, you know, it's, it's YOLO, you know, you only live one. And so I will never forget the most embarrassing thing was daddy catching me in my room at 16 years old with this dude who wasn't even i mean shout out to him he cool we you know we facebook friends but you know like oh <laughs> and so the consequence of that was my my image my you know and, and this is not a laughing matter you know but my image at that time with my dad was shot you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? My reputation right. with my dad was shot. Like this dude wouldn't eat at the same table as me. He he didn't talk to me. <laughs> I remember writing him this note. I think he kept it. He he showed it to me. He still got that letter. Cause I was like, look, after about a week or two, I was like, look, what you ain't gonna keep doing is walking around this house like I ain't in here. <laughs> you know, I was like, now, now look, you could have beat me, spanked me, <laughs> called me names, do something, but right. it was like his silence killed me yeah. and 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 i feel like if a natural father can do that imagine the pain and the consequence that we feel when we give ourselves to someone outside of the 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 the, the, the protection of god's authority the the bible talks about the fact that 
sin separates us mm -hmm. from God, right? God is not going to dwell in a, in a place of sin with you. He will come in that place to bring you out, right. but he's not going to dwell with you there. And, and, and just like my nat, you know, just like an earthly father, like my father kind of cut me off. Like, don't get confused. Mm -hmm. God loves us all, but God is not going to sit complacency, uh, sit complacent while we just sin up in his face and, and we think our relationship with him is going to be the same. And to me, so when I hear the question, should I test drive? If your relationship with God is worth you test driving that car, bro, go ahead and ride out. Right. But my relationship with God um, as I grew, of course, from that learning that experience with my natural father, um, my experience was I ain't about to risk and, and put in any space between me and God. I'm not about to disrupt what me and God got going on because I want some of your penis. Not like, no. If your penis is all that fine, then we're going to wait and see. <laughs> Right. And, and and I think it's a matter of, you know, trusting God too. you know what I'm saying? Oh, and, absolutely. Um, and, you know, just trusting that, look, not first of all, trusting that whatever he gives you is good, is enough for you. Right. But also trusting him in the process if things aren't perfect mm, preach on the preacher you know so I, and so you trying to say you got to trust god if you if you decide to wait and then you find out your husband got a tugboat then y'all you gonna have to you my better... husband ain't got no tugboat y'all just put that out of my husband ain't got oh, no wow. tugboat can crazy not, can we not talk about boats on the podcast <laughs> can we, we can some sacred things stay sacred please we said we said we were talking about sex yeah, either we gonna yes. talk about it or not there's something we no, all in their business oh lord no we're not in their business yeah i'm look we're looking for uh those voice messages that are on the description. Oh the yeah, y'all y'all go swing by the um y'all go swing by the Facebook platforms and the and the and or drop us a voicemail because we want to hear what you guys think about this. Topic. Yeah, the voicemail is definitely is on the platform here on Spotify, and you just click on it and leave a voicemail of whatever it is you want to talk about. Um, and we're definitely excited to uh, report back to everybody else what y'all what y'all be saying. We want some of that that tea. <laughs> since Yvonne over here giving out tea. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it is very important. And I think for me, that's like the most important part because there is something that we have to do about it. Yes, okay, God, okay, I'll submit to you and I won't test drive, right? I'll, I'll be obedient. And that's, that is important. I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you get a, re a resolution or not. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If you get resolved in your own heart or not, that's, be you know, that's between you and you. But God has given us a directive. You know, he said the, that the marriage bed is undefiled mm -hmm. and, and whoremongers he will he will he will judge. And so there is a, a, whatever God. Hold on for, for for the for the non churched in the house. Mm. A whoremonger ain't nothing but a whore. You wow. if you is a whoremonger, then you is a hoe. Right. That's what that's what a whoremonger is. Right. Is you it, gotta give them the you gotta give them the YSB uh, version, the Yvonne Shirley Belcher version of the Bible. You I can't was, just be like whoremonger. I was just nobody going, say whoremonger. I was just going if you know you don't know nobody, was... ludicrous wasn't like use a whoremonger. Use <laughs> <laughs> a whoremonger. But but I, I think it is important to kind of like okay God it, I, I want I I don't want to step out in that way. I want to honor you, but what am I going to do with that? And I think there is a resolution. The the answer really is 
it's just like everything else in marriage is work. Guess what? Your sex life might be work. And I don't, and I don't mm. mean, and I don't mean that, you know, uh, you, you got to work it out. You know, you got to, <laughs> that's not what I mean, but, but you know, okay. So in every area, I wish we had video so they could just see what you gotta, I just, You got to work. You, you so they could have just saw what I just saw. Oh my God. So, so just like everything else in marriage, you have two people, two personalities, two uh, cultures, two upbringings, all of that, having to come together to unify in one. And I think that's the beautifulness about the mm -hmm. intimacy of the bedroom is that you have two people, you know, with two different anatomies in some cases. And mm. in, in every case, as when Jesus <laughs> is concerned, if you got that's, the same anatomy, we'll save that. I'm going to need you to go back to the foundational. We'll save that for another uh, episode. Um but uh yeah but you know so you got two different people two different identities everything is different and so th there th you might be somebody that's totally foreign to the idea and somebody that's somewhat experienced do you you know everybody might be awkward in a situation like this there's some but but i think that's the beauty of marriage can we in this most vulnerable space be so vulnerable with each other and, and expose with each other that we can navigate this thing um, and you know, for some people it's like, yo, let's just hop on in and just let it do what it do. You know, if you're in that situation, you know, pray, you know, bless God well, for you. Well, one thing that I want to unpack but, right but I, here. But I do want to say, um, sorry, but I do want to say that, um, that in itself is a beautiful thing that we can work this thing out to the point where we can get into the place where our marriage bed is perfected, where I know what you like, you know what I like, and you know what I'm saying? And we kind of move together. So there, there is a progression that occurs um, in marriage. And that's something that we should look forward to and, and not shy away from because it didn't start with sparks. Well, I, I would want to unpack that. Like, what does that look like? Practically speaking, right? Um, the scripture tells us that if, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. So when we talk about sex it, as a believer, as a person who has accepted Christ, the first thing you have to do, or the first thing I would admonish anyone to do is to change the way that you view sex like mm -hmm. sex doesn't start with you mm -hmm. sex starts with god mm -hmm. and so how do i now approach this holy god right about this area that woo, 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 nobody want to talk about right i don't want to think about god being in the room you know me and my husband getting it in you know so how do i reshape and redefine and stretch my my mind to where i can look at it to say okay Every person that I've ever been with before now, they're, that's done. Right. You know, I'm not bringing that into this because I'm a new person and this is something new and I'm going to approach it right. as a new. That's the, the first thing I think when you're talking about um, so if, we're, if you've test-driven the car. Let's right. say you've test-driven the car, mm -hmm. you know. Um, at Whether you are were saved or unsaved, if you've test-driven the car... Once you get into right alignment with God, you have to let that go. You have to throw that away mm -hmm. because that was something that was done in sin. That was was something as a result of your flesh. Right. And, and the Bible says that there's nothing good in our flesh and the works of it right. will lead to death. 
Right. Right. So I'm not taking and dragging a dead thing into my marriage and into my marriage bed. Right. So so the first thing I would have to do or I would admonish people to do is to throw away things that you did that were not ordained, you know, under the ordained love of God outside of his construct and his design for marriage, like just throw it away, whether it's with the person you married mm-hmm. or with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Throw it away and start over That's again. Start point. afresh and start anew. And and when we start something new, we now get to say, God, God, give us a, a, a give us a a, a, a structure, mm-hmm. give us a love, a, give us a a marriage bed that works for us. Right. And then the fun part comes. Let's learn what works. For us, boo, what right. you trying to do? Right. Hey, sorry. Okay. Shout out to Nita. I just channeled my inner Nita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. That's a that's a very very good point. Um, to to because we do definitely have to change our entire mindset when it comes to that. It, you know, if if we're like we're saying, it's an ordained love life that we're wanting to live where and wherever we find ourselves in the beginning of the relationship some way in the middle of the journey we're like we want that ordained love well i I love that you shared that that we have to reset that we need to reset because you know what we used to do in the flesh you know we now do in the spirit and i think that's a beautiful thing i think that's a beautiful thing to be able to say i'm in love with my wife i'm in love with my husband and you know our spirits are one you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying not just our flesh and let me tell y'all okay when you are are with your partner under that covenant with god yeah. boo that's a whole new i ain't got to worry about new, is he bringing me no diseases i ain't got to worry about no baby mama you know and that's not a, that's not the case with everybody i understand that but there's so many things that you you can be totally free with this person i ain't got to worry about is he gonna get up and run up out of here when i fall asleep you know what i'm saying like i don't have to worry about you getting up in the morning and deciding you not you don't want to come back you know what i'm saying and 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 i love the fact that um when you surrender your sex life to god and you choose from the beginning or after you've made some mistakes. And it's a mutual decision, a right? A mutual decision. It has to Absolutely. be a mutual because one can't be in and the other one is out. Right. Then, then it's not a unit. It's not or, done. Yeah, in, it's, it's not, not ordained. ordained. Right. Yeah. It's not in his construct mm-hmm. or, or in or in his in in his structure. Um, but I I think that's a beautiful thing, and I think that's what makes sex beautiful mm-hmm. when you do it God's way is two people discovering mm-hmm. one another right. in the beauty of holiness. Right. We don't have to be ashamed. We don't have to hide ourselves. Not only physically, emotionally, we don't have to hide ourselves. Um, spiritually, mm-hmm. we don't have to hide ourselves. If if something's bothering me and I say, hold on, stop, slow down. I need a minute. Can you pray with me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Th- that might be something that somebody struggles with. Somebody may be struggling somebody may say well it's not so easy to just toss all those memories out and when i'm with my husband i still see tyrone you know what i'm saying the beautiful thing about ordained love is that when christ is the head of it when he is the center of it you are so free 
mm-hmm. um, to be vulnerable, you know, to be open, to say, babe, I love you and, and I love this, but I'm struggling right now. Let's invite Christ into this moment. Pray with me, mm-hmm. cover me, and then we can go back and get it right, right, you know? Right, and so that 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 reminds me that, you know, as much as, you know, the, we are we're going into the marriage bed or, or having sex, right? Because we want to fulfill this desire of ours. It is because we're spiritual and because we're in unison, I'm I'm not just looking out for me. I'm definitely looking out for you. So when when you're in that mindset, if if somebody does say, hold up, slow down then well well what's the problem come on now what you you know so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're okay what's wrong babe like let's let's work this out together mm-hmm. you, you you're not flustered because you know like, why because sex becomes sacrificial at right, that point and right. that is how and, you and know the intimacy is is more of a higher goal than just the physical act of because of you're sex. modeling the love of Jesus at that point mm-hmm. when sex becomes sacrificial you are now modeling the love of Jesus because God so loved the world that he gave his son as a sacrifice mm-hmm. um when when Moses when when God tells Moses hey um take your son your only son and bring him up to the mountain and sacrifice him to me uh Abraham calls that moment worship mm-hmm. he tells his he tells his servants y'all stay at the bottom of the mountain with the donkeys and me and the latter going to worship and so when you love your husband or love that your wife or love the person sacrificially um you put their needs first of all you put god's god's will Mm -hmm. above above your own Mm -hmm. and then you put their needs Mm -hmm. above your needs Mm -hmm. um you serve them in the bedroom and then that's when it becomes sacrificial Mm -hmm. and that is what ordained love is all about because that's what god ultimately did for us he sacrificed his best Mm -hmm. and gave and served us and gave his best to us Mm -hmm. and in that type of love that 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 example, that model of love translates into our, our bedrooms. Right. And it transfers into our worship. You know, we, we worship him because look, you've sacrificed yourself. Cause this me. girl right here, Lord, thank you. I was talking about God and, and, and his people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get going. So bottom line, Nate, test drive or don't test drive. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be safe and not test drive, but I'm going to trust the process and I'm looking forward like Christmas Day to open up. I'm not gonna peek before Christmas and, and, and you know I'm gonna wait for Christmas and I'm gonna open up my package and enjoy all the toys that Santa done gave. Jesus, me. you said toys. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other episode. For me, <laughs> test drive or not to test drive. I, I would tell somebody if 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 test driving, if you can get in an intimate place with God in prayer while you test driving, I think that's good. Go for it. But Man. if if you find that your relationship with Christ is disrupted, aka you can't hear God no more because you're sleeping with Sam, then you might want to reconsider test driving. That's my take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. All right, so we will uh oh time's up actually Mm -hmm. so we got to get going guys thank you so much for joining us on this episode of 
ordained love podcast and don't forget to uh go down comment we want to hear comments uh click likes you know show us that you here with us and that you're enjoying everything uh subscribe so that you can continue to get notifications when our um our episodes come online we we come online every monday um and thursday so look out for those um, and you and, can uh, find us on Spotify. Don't forget, you can find us on Spotify. You can find Ordained Love channel on YouTube and check out our social media pages at Ordained Love. We love you guys. We appreciate you spending time with us. Don't forget to get involved and engaged. And we'll see you on the next episode of Ordained Love. Bye.